Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Resiliency and Running Podcast. My name is Liz, and I will be your host. I'm super excited for today's episode because it is just one from the heart and just a very honest one. So just sit back and relax, and we'll just jump right into the episode. All right. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're well when you're listening to this episode. I am just sitting down with my third cup of coffee of the day. It's just one of those days and I am really excited to record this episode because I was really having a think about like what I wanted to record for this week and I wanted to take a break from like the marathon training hype of like everything going on in my life right now and I wanted to kind of dial it back to the mental health side of the podcast and just talking about that and really checking in with sort of tapping into just that side of the podcast that I do love to talk about and just get really honest about. If you guys have listened to the podcast for a while, there was an episode that I made like right when I started the podcast. This is like back in 2020, almost three years ago. I just re-listened to like the first part of it and it is so weird to listen to that because obviously for one I didn't have like a proper microphone because at the time I was like I don't know where this is gonna go so I'm not gonna like invest in like an expensive microphone and I just sound so different but I feel like so many of the words that I say still echo and like there's still like things that I can definitely relate to to this day and I will embarrassingly link the episode in the show notes of the episode because of this episode because I mean regardless you guys could if you really want to you could scroll back and find it but I all my episodes are public and available to everyone I think I just like it's weird for me to like listen to some of those episodes that were like the very first episodes of the podcast that I recorded in 2020 before I go off on a tangent let's just start with some highs and lows for the week All right, so I'm trying not to make every single high of every single podcast episode from now on be about my long run from the previous weekend, but I can't help but just share about my 20 mile run because first of all, it wasn't meant to be a 20 mile run. And if you follow me on social media, you would have seen my recap of it on TikTok and Instagram, but I essentially went out for about a 17 to 18 mile long run which was also a speed workout that's something that my coach is doing with me for each of my long runs just to work on progressively getting faster throughout the run or in incorporating some sort of speed workout within the long run and so initially it was only meant to be about 17 to 18 miles and I just ended like I didn't map out my run properly and so I ended right like just perfectly just about two miles from home and I had an extra gel with me and I just thought why not just go for it and I felt good I like stopped to like make sure that I wasn't pushing myself too much and like genuinely for me to be able to run that and do that after three months of injury I think is something that I never thought that I'd be able to do I definitely got emotional at the end and it was definitely a big like it was just such a high and Sunday was just such an awesome day and like everything after that was just like I was just on cloud nine and I was just having like the best day ever because it was just so cool to see that like not even a three-month injury could take away from my endurance or the speed that I had been building up in the end in like the last parts of last year and so it was 
yeah, just really positive and I was very proud of myself. So that was really good. I'm also really excited because Park Run is this weekend. And if you guys don't know, I host a monthly park run in different parks in London once a month. There is a link in the show notes. If you ever want to sign up to the Strava Club, you'll then get notified for future park run events. But I'm really excited. It's my favorite thing to do every month. I love seeing, I love just hanging out with people who like make the trip to come and hang out with me and do this 5k run with me once a month. I think it's amazing that, you know, people come from all over and I just love hearing their stories. I love hearing what they're training for and I love connecting with you guys in person. And so if you're listening to this on the day that it is released on Friday, you can still technically sign up for the park run on Saturday if you're free. So make sure to check that out. I'd say my only low for the week is that I, I'm definitely just, I'm feeling the, the soreness of the increase in mileage. And while I'm very proud of myself for being able to handle the increase in mileage, my body is like absolutely shattered. And I feel like I'm just like in pieces and I'm really trying to incorporate a lot of recovery and mobility and stretching. And I've also been using a lot of like muscle rub and like roll on stuff, which has been really great for my muscles to help them like after a really hard session. Pure Sport sent me some products that I've been trying out and I actually really, really love them. And I feel like they've really helped aid in my muscle recovery. And I've always loved stuff like that to sort of like apply after I stretch or do something. And I feel like if I don't stretch, I can like totally tell in my next run and that's exactly what happened in my recovery run this morning and so we're definitely going to be stretching tonight and maybe even taking a bath doing a lot of just relaxing r&r and yeah but without further ado let's just jump right into the episode All right, so just to continue on what I was saying in the intro, many of you may know that I did an episode called Running From Change in 2020. It was one of my first episodes, and I basically want to do like another iteration of that episode, almost like not in response, but just like a new, newer edition almost three years later, and just some of the newer things that I've learned along the way and things that I wanted to share today because I think that I've definitely come a long way from where I was three years ago. And so I want to start by saying that I think for a lot of us, change can be a very uncomfortable thing, especially when it's unwanted change or change that you weren't expecting. It's something that can be really harsh and really jolt your life. And I think initially and kind of throughout my life, I've experienced, you know, both both desired and undesired change. And so I get both sides of that. And I think it took me a long time to really learn that a lot of the growth comes from when you go through that undesired change. Also, side note, my roommate's cat will be meowing in the background. You might hear him. So I'm really sorry. But anyways, Back to what I was saying, unwanted change and I guess a better word would be uncomfortable change is really where I find that you experience the most growth because it's where you're really taken out of your comfort zone and you're really almost like forced into having to pick up and change your life in some way, shape, or format. And this can apply to absolutely anything. And an example that I always use is when I was younger and I had grown up most of my life in Southern California and suddenly my my dad's job needed us to move, pick up and move from California to Washington, which was very different. And I think it was like the first really memorable, intense 
moment of uncomfortable change for me. And it was a moment in my life where I was going through quite a lot. And so I think that that's also something that's worth saying is that sometimes this unwanted change can come at like the worst timing of your life when like you're already dealing with so many of the things on your plate. And that unwanted change just feels like it's the, it's really just the cherry on top and it's really just going to topple everything over. But I think it's in moments like that where you really truly learn who you are as a person and how you can handle those sorts of situations. And I think it really also shapes you and molds you into who you are and who you become as like an adult and, you know, so on in life. And I think like a lot of the learnings that you take from these situations can be so easily applicable in so many situations, whether it's school, work, relationships, friendships. I think it's all stuff that you know is never taught in school but I think is stuff that unfortunately you have to learn on your own and I think in the moment it's really hard to know that it's for your own good and that you know and I like to always think of things as like you know everything happens for a reason and like there's some sort of a higher purpose to why this is happening to you and like I've shared about some of like the worst stuff that I've been through, like my anorexia and my sexual assault and loads of different stories on heartbreak and ghosting. And you guys know with like recent events, I've been going through a lot. And I think especially recently I've been, as I'm sort of, I guess, coming out of all of that and coming out of like what feels like the light at the end of the tunnel, I think it's hard in the moment, right when when these like moments of unwanted change happens, and it's hard to see that light at the end of the tunnel. I think it's really important with these like moments of uncomfortable change and unwanted change when these really seriously impact your life to make sure that you are checking in with yourself, that you are being graceful with yourself and being kind to yourself because I definitely will say that I went through a lot when I was younger and sort of growing up in like my college years where I really turned to a lot of really negative means of dealing with these moments of uncomfortable change and I think it it was almost like a means of me running away from having to deal with this uncomfortable change, if that makes sense. So for example, with this move that I experienced when I was younger, I felt very out of control. And so in order to feel in control, I had an eating disorder. And I'm, I'm not saying that that was like something that I just, you know, scrolled on a list and picked from a list. That was obviously something that was much bigger on a bigger scale but I think I guess I say that because with uncomfortable change another element is feeling very out of control and I know for a lot of us if you're like me you like to feel in control you like to know what's going on and you like to have complete control over your life especially as an adult a lot of us are you know on our own and you don't really have the same sort of like people around you as you did growing up that were always there for you to support you. So I think a lot of what it means to be an adult and be truly on your own and taking care of yourself is being able to manage everything that's going on in your life. And it can feel chaotic at times and especially when you get these moments of, of uncomfortable change. But I'd say that something that's really important is just making sure that you're assessing your coping mechanisms because I know that 
all of us will have different forms of coping mechanisms. And I definitely, and I've shared about sort of my journey with alcohol. I definitely will say that I really seriously turned to drinking a lot more than I should have in a lot of these moments growing up. And and when I say growing up, I don't mean like as a child. I mean like at when I was of age and, you know, in my like younger, early 20s. And when I didn't really know how to fully process things, I think that I think that I also really struggled with the ability to truly face things head on because I was so fearful of what that would mean and how much it might hurt, how hard it may be. But at the end of the day, I think what I've learned is that the more that you push things away, the harder they're going to hit you back in the face. And I have shared this analogy countless times on the podcast, but it's one that my therapist shared years ago. And it's the idea that if you keep pushing something down and you keep pushing it away or within yourself, it's almost like you've got the imagery of pushing a ball further and further into a body of water until you can't push it any further and it comes back and hits you right in the face. And like, because of how far you've pushed it down as well, hits you harder than if you had maybe, than rather if you hadn't pushed that away or if you hadn't pushed it as far into the water. And so I think that's another thing as an adult that it's it's really hard, you know, no matter what age you really are, I think it's hard to come to terms with the fact that if you do not face own up and face your own emotions these moments of uncomfortable change are going to hurt a lot more and you're going to struggle a lot more and I can say that because I definitely felt that and it makes you it makes it feel like it's impossible to get through and it makes it feel like you constantly are running away from it or trying to escape it with things like you know alcohol or whatever your coping mechanism is And I just always found that when I was going through like one of my first big series heartbreaks a few years ago, that I would constantly look to like have nights out with friends so that I could, you know, constantly be drinking to try and numb the pain and numb these feelings that I was having internally. And I think that that's something that's really important is say like being able to be as self-aware as possible of these feelings because I think it's really important to know yourself and know your emotions and make sure that you're again checking in with yourself and making sure that you're assessing whether or not you're okay and I think it took me a long time to accept the fact that it is okay to really truly feel your emotions and I feel like in the past year I've really learned how important it is to allow yourself to have those moments of crying or just letting those emotions out in whatever way you need and my friends and I quite literally joke about it like just trying to like balance everything with work but like if you're going through something hard like make sure you schedule in like quite literally schedule in time to let yourself either just like have some time to yourself journal do whatever it is to check in with yourself emotionally and make sure that you are like meeting your own emotional needs because I think that that's also really important to know that in these moments that you have to be able to support yourself and be able to give yourself the love and attention that it needs because you won't always have people to be able to depend on and you shouldn't ever depend on people to help you through these moments these hard moments of uncomfortable change because I think something that a lot of us might be learning as adults is that not everyone in your life is meant to be in your life forever a lot of people just come in for a season and then they're gone 
And I think like, you know, I've experienced this with both relationships and friendships. And I would actually argue that friendship breakups are a lot more painful than relationship breakups. But that's just my two cents. But I think it's just important to know that you have to, as uncomfortable as it is, take the time to really get to know yourself so that you can emotionally support yourself and be able to check in with yourself regularly and be there for yourself in these moments and just make sure that you're allowing yourself to feel these emotions and not letting them sort of build up within yourself so that you, you know, aren't necessarily facing them and kind of just waiting for that ball to hit you back in the face. But I think, you know, just with with change in general, I think it's, to me, I've always seen, I used to see it as quite a negative thing. I'm not going to lie. And I used to, like, for example, with that move that I used as an example in the beginning, I used to resent my parents so much for that. And I, like, I just, I, I couldn't see the purpose in it at the time and I was really upset because you know I moved away from the home that we had grown up in and all the friends that I'd grown up with and you know suddenly just had to start over and it was really hard at first you know I'm not gonna lie and for anyone going through that or something similar regardless of whatever situation you're in if you if you have to pick up and start over really randomly and really sort of out of the blue, it's going to be hard regardless. But what matters is that you actually do pick up and start over and you continue to take it day by day and build that resiliency around starting over on your own and doing it for yourself. And it wasn't until like years later that I saw how important that move was for me to kind of get out of my comfort zone and realize that there was more to life than just what was, you know, within the small town that I was living in and that I grew up in. And, you know, I I talk about the story of how I came to the UK all the time, but I truly believe that had I not experienced that move when I was 16, I don't think that I would have had the courage or the desire to move abroad. And I think it's really taught me so much about the world and, you know, being able to do these things for yourself and on your own. And I think at the end of the day, it just goes back to the fact that, you know, change regardless is good for you. Because I think, at least to me, I believe that all of it happens for a reason and that you know, no matter what you're going through, know that first of all, you're going to be okay. But secondly, that it will get better. It will get better with time. And I think ultimately keeping in mind that these situations and these moments of hardship that you go through, remember that they all build you up to the person that you're becoming and knowing that that person is continuously evolving and growing and ever-changing and it's it's these situations and these moments that really define you and help you become who you really are and like truly can be and I think it just these moments also bring you so much closer to what's meant for you closer to the right job the right degree the right relationships and friendships that will actually help you get to be who you want to be and help you really become the person that you are 100% capable of becoming because I think that I 100% believe that there are people in life that if you stick around and you hang out with the wrong friendship groups and the wrong people they will ultimately hold you back from becoming who you're truly meant to be so keep that in mind especially when it comes to situations with people where you are either it's a friendship fallout or a breakup with someone that just knowing that the right person and the right people they won't ever make you question or doubt 
who you are as a person and they will never ask you to change in ways that you don't want to change and ultimately the right people will cheer you on to become your ultimate best self possible. So a bit of a random episode today and but just really wanted to share what was on my heart and just wanted to share this as well if anyone was going through this. I'm right there with you and we will get through it. But just knowing that, and I that's just something that I keep reminding myself that it's it's moments like these in life that really bring you closer to what you're actually meant to do in life or meant to be with. And so that's just what I keep reminding myself and what I've been reminding myself the past few months. So I hope you guys are all well and that you enjoyed the episode and that this helped you in some way, shape or form. But I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. All right, everyone, that's going to wrap up another episode of the Resiliency and Running podcast. I really do hope that you enjoyed it. As always, I will have links in the show notes of the episode to past episodes and ways to connect with me on social media. So feel free to reach out if you ever have a question or just want to chat about anything. My DMs are always open and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.